0: I don't even know why i said it like that but anyway um we're back with another episode of good morning i believe we're on episode 12 and this is sort of like our season sort of finale kind of end of year episode maybe it might be the last episode i'm not too sure we'll decide later but yeah this could potentially be our last episode of good morning for the year but um in case you didn't know who i am I'm Buki, I'm your co hostess with the Moses, and I've got my co host Kieran as well. If you want to introduce yourself.
1: I'm Kieran, I am the co hostess who doesn't have the Moses, uh, and I'm the job for the quality. Hope you know that by now. If not, we've kindly gotten the word t shirts just to tell you that. Um, but yeah, um, so today we have, uh, <laughs> so uh, Julian didn't get the memo. Um, but uh, we accident. I swear, we did not plan this. This is just how well uh, we function as a team. And no. Julian is wearing one in spirit. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> Julian was too busy working to actually <laughs> to, to be on our level. Okay. Uh, but yeah. But you, so we have two here. do you want to introduce yourselves?
2: Um, hello, everyone. My name is Julian. Sorry, I'm still in awe. This is my first time in the world seeing Curon Watts, not in HD. So um, it's a bit of a weird experience for me. Um, but yeah, my name is Julian, and That's it's going to be great. This is going to be a great episode.
1: Coming to you live in 1960s, uh, quality uh, visuals right
3: here. <laughs> quality visuals and audios, man. You're behind the times. Uh, well, Hashtag what's media is not on today. <laughs> I'm Kelly, by the way. Kelly's here too. Oh, yeah. um, I hope you know me. I'm the MCU president. You should. Before I leave, please remember me. <laughs> but I'm excited for this episode.
0: I love the way you said, when you said MSU, I thought you said the MCU president. I was like, the president in the MCU?
3: What's going on? Here? I would happily be the president of MCU as well, if you let like me.
0: What is the MCU?
1: I just-
3: Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh I God. just
1: I literally like on lunch there I was watching they have a Spider Man Far from Home on Netflix now. So I was just sitting there at lunch eating and he was watching Spider-Man and trying to figure out how to use Outlook. It was great. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I, I'm glad there's so much going on in the MCU, I'm like so excited for everything to okay. come
0: out i'm not caught up on anything which is really bad because like everyone's talking about it. i'm like i don't know what you're talking about ah, i'm behind <laughs> that's because of work you know i'm trying to focus on students i'm prioritizing them not the mcu like oh
3: no well, the, the weekends are for mcu <laughs> yeah
1: because it was like one division every friday and then one division finished, and then it was then it was falcon the winter soldier every friday and now and then it's like loki's
3: got, coming it's loki's
1: coming soon i'm like I don't know whether uh, I'm more excited for the gyms or to open or for Loki to, to come out on the
0: eighth or the ninth. That's the problem. The problem is like it's getting sunnier and you're allowed to travel outside of your county now, but there's also so many things
3: you need to watch. And I'm like <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah I also just a disclaimer, I have no idea what's gonna happen in this episode. I hope you have something planned, Vicky.
0: Girl. <clears throat> when do I Kelly, ever do <laughs> we, never,
1: we never know what's gonna happen in the episodes, to be honest? <laughs>
0: we never know but i was going to say we should do like a look back like a recap on the year because i don't think we've like had time to really sit and think about how the year went our lives in general <laughs> so i was like going to throw it back to like when we first started the job and let's talk about that and then you might move into like as the year progressed and then
3: how how personal are we, we got now but, yeah. how personal are we got can we pick a level before we begin this journey I,
0: I, think we, <laughs> so I think we should go for like I think we need to be raw with the people because they don't want to hear us tell you the surface level crap. You know, let's do the real uh, thing.
3: Do you want,
2: if we're going to go personal, we're going to start from the beginning. I think we need to go back a small bit further to the election campaign when we ran for our positions. And I actually have a photo
1: of me and my guy, Sean Masterson, here.
0: We actually should. Do you ever think that we never really got to talk about our elections? <laughs> okay, we never- but if,
1: we're, if we're going back i need to know exactly how like wrong
3: personal we're getting because that was that was a time in my life <laughs> i, I think that. we should uh we can briefly all say a bit about elections but let's focus more elected officer yeah. time because we were we, we weren't we weren't elected then yeah all i'll say is i fully expected two weeks after the election that i would get to celebrate and like chat to all ye and be like we were officers uh but covid uh you know you never saw people again there was no celebratory celebratory, celebration for end of college or winning an election that did not happen
0: i went to yeah burger and i was like i'm just gonna get a burger with my friends that were around me at the time and then like i went home and i just went like yes i won an election i went to bed (laughs) like it was so sad but
3: yeah i know i actually did go out that night and i remember it was the first kind of realization that we're in a pandemic because we were in the roost and I remember people being like I can't believe people are out tonight and I was so confused by that because on that day I still didn't think Covid was that big of a deal I was hugging people touching people Mm -hmm. and when I was out and people were saying negative stuff like what are you doing out I was like is it that bad and like roost were segregating you, like only like a certain amount of people are out in one room and everything doors were locked and I was like okay this is real and the next day I woke up and I was like oh this is real real we're in lockdown bruh roost was segregating okay that's crazy yeah (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't. It was very strange. It was already apocalyptic in there. That's
1: fine.
0: Apocalyptic.
3: Apocalyptic. said <laughs> apocalyptic? apocalyptic. Don't be. I don't mm-hmm. know what you're
0: hearing.
1: You I thought you, you said apocalyptic, like A-P-O-P. <laughs> Ap- <laughs> apocalyptic. <laughs> There's A P O P. Apocalyptic. Some and popping
0: coming on in there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you, Juliet and Karen were doing, but I, I literally just went for a burger and I went to bed
1: after. <laughs> i was i was crying that's what i was doing at that time everyone else was celebrating and i was crying and um, because with everything going on like uh i think like that was a mad time for me because i felt, like because with everything going on there was such a rush to get like the election results done that we had no time for recounts or anything like that so i got to walk out of there with my head uh very uh very messed up and uh it was a very really tough time for me because I like obviously like I'm one of those people where I didn't I obviously didn't like want to be like, oh look, you know, it's over, I lost or whatever, because I knew there was a weekend coming. But like when you're kind of getting told, like, oh two weeks' time, you know, you have to wait. And I think that was the same like for other people as well. It's crazy. And you know? I know senators have to wait longer. Like nothing nothing that people could do, like it was, it's a it's a pandemic. But um but like even this whole thing of like, you know, on the flip side, I couldn't even, I didn't even have the opportunity to, like, not even, not celebrate with my team, but I didn't even have the opportunity to be like, with my team, you know, we put in a great effort, let's go out and celebrate the effort we put in, even if we didn't get the result we wanted, so, like, I didn't have the opportunity you know, to thank people um, for all the hard work we put in, and then when we did get a result, it was the same, because we were two weeks into the pandemic, and I was like, well, I can't meet up with anyone because we're on lockdown, and you did and there are people who are on my team who graduated who I still haven't seen it in that, like since then. it's just it's a weird thing because yeah, like I mean I remember I got so see when the girls like Chloe the other day in the SU, uh, or in the SU in London. and um, just by chance that happened to you in the same time as her and I was like, oh my God, like I literally haven't seen you since like since we were going to <laughs> it's just it's mad. <laughs> like um, but I think that was the one thing that I really missed. Like I like that was really upsetting about campaigns is that, like, you know, you had so many people who kind of put their faith in you and, like, like really supported you and they just, just didn't have the same opportunity to do that, like, to, to thank them as you'd normally like to. Because normally you have those big celebratory nights out or y'all say, you know what, we didn't win, so that's us all get drunk and, <laughs> and commiserations, like, but just wasn't that same
3: before, opportunity to reflect. Before we move on to Julian's bit, just say, Although the like people who were involved in elections this year didn't like get that either, you know, it was completely online. It was really cool yeah. to see them like, you know, innovate and have like celebratory online parties or yeah. um congratulation speeches or any of those kind of things on the virtual world. It was good that they were like improvised, was like, we still need these moments, even if we can't be yeah. together. It was nice to see this year. We just didn't
1: know how to use Zoom back then. So
3: it was like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> at that point, I didn't even
3: know even existed. no. Like, uh...
1: Like, no. my, like, and
3: that's just a weird really thing. There was a time of, I can't believe it was a time in my life when I'd never heard of Zoom. That's so true. That I hadn't cool. done a video call since Skype. Skype 18. was the last time I'd ever video called, and that was like a hype in like first and second year of secondary school. Yeah. And I'd never video called since that. Long time ago. That's true. Jul- Julian, what were you doing for your end when you? Um, were
2: there? So afterwards, um, you know, I f- figured I have to go home uh, because it's lockdown. And two of my friends who live about 10 minutes down the road from me offered me a lift, but their mother wasn't coming till late. So we ended up going to St. Catherine's uh, house, to the common room over there. And I just crashed. I felt, I just put out a couple of seats together and I crashed. A couple of the Silesian brothers uh, came in and they're like, uh, they're like, they're members of a religious order. They're like, too much alcohol. And they were like, no, I actually hadn't drank anything. I was just so tired. Mm. And we had a really nice chat. Um, where I had a really nice chat with the twins and their mother on the way home. And then I stepped for another week. And then I rediscovered, you know, that like things that I missed out on the time with my family because of the elections. So it's actually, I actually really enjoyed the first few. And then I kind of did my finish my degree. But I actually really enjoyed the, you know, the first lockdown.
3: You tell me, I'm the only one that got drunk and kept doing that during lockdown after my elections yeah yeah okay I was at
1: home with my parents like it was straight away <laughs> I was it was just name. like and that's it was for me it was a case of like because it was straight home to lockdown and then like I was at home and of course like you cried for the first day and then the second day and then like then it was like <laughs> then you're at home and we're on lockdown so I was like what can I do but, yeah no like I I am um, what was it I um my my train of toss just gone for a second there
0: don't worry we got you okay if you don't
1: remember don't
0: i'll move us on let's move on so when we got put into those like positions it was the first of july kind of thing you know that day
1: <laughs> well i I'll, I'll just say and like i know before we even get the first july i was finishing up a term so True. i know like you don't have the same experience in terms of like but i was in the job already and like trying to fit like trying to having been in like half a year of like working with people with like I say three people there was more than three people obviously on the team but like just working the back group last year so me Katie, Paul and Michael and like having worked so closely with them and living in the same room the whole year to all of a sudden not being with them hey hey, hey hey
3: hey stop trying to make us jealous of your old team
1: no no <laughs> but, but, but it was weird like because we were then obviously trying we were looking forward to you know so much during the first year or first semester because one thing is that a lot of like like SU life is really fun and it's been very busy with all the like there's a lot of stuff to look forward to but all the like fun stuff generally tends to happen in the second semester and first semester is when like you're very much in the job you're um your focus focused on getting projects started it's very busy and intense and then you your work kind of pays off in second semester and you get those opportunities to really sit back and enjoy what you've done yeah the problem was that the start of the second semester was when the pandemic started, so all of the stuff that we kind of, we've been working really hard, looking forward to a lot of stuff like, you know, USI Congress, all the balls that were going on in the university, like Club Societies Awards, all this stuff that you look forward to, and then all of a sudden it was like, okay, you've done all the hard work and none of this gets to happen, and all this kind of like last hurrahs that we would have had with the team. Didn't get to happen, and that so was kind of a weird one. But then I was looking in the fact that I was just going into a second but year, just, and I got just before to, to work.
3: Before you move team. on to your term, just just say that's you as like an outgoing officer. But me, Buki and Julian as student representatives in our final year. Mm we were, like, they were, like, going to be our last moment of a student, and I think just to comment, when I, w- we were being elected, I definitely thought, should sure, the pandemic will be over next year, at least I'll get them as an officer, since I didn't get yeah. them as my graduate year, well, look where we are! Oh, I <laughs> had that
1: saying. like, I was I, the same, I was like, at least I have a second year, and I, like, I was like, even though I missed this second semester, we'll have next year's second semester, and uh, the pandemic said, no, ma'am! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and <Next> I <laughs>
0: Again. in a panoramic
2: <laughs> no. and i genuinely think but thought by the like by september maybe october we'd be out of it like i remember crossover training for my the, the training that i did for my faculty conveners at the very start of our term like i i think i spent a solid 10 minutes um you know dwelling on the, well 10 five minutes dwelling on the point that i don't want them wearing tracks with bottoms to faculty meetings <laughs> And then it turns out that, like, all you can see, uh, you know, is the top half of the body. Like, right now I'm wearing
0: shorts. <laughs> <laughs> i that...
3: No, I'm joking.
1: I can't believe there was a time when we looked back and we were like, it's going to be two weeks or at most a month. Like, you know, when you look back, like that was the mentality that I had. It the same, like, me... Like, I remember the last team, like, we were saying oh, I wonder if we'll be back in time for, like, even crossover, like, that we'd get, like, the last few weeks of, like, our National Council our last National Council in person. And it was really much that mentality of this will be over in a couple of weeks sure, and last... we'll be back to normal. And, last like, summer we, we kept talking here.
3: about how the National Council at the end of the summer would 100% be in person. For anyone listening who doesn't know what National Council is, it's, like, with USI, so all the officers across the country all coming to the, yeah. the National Council. We all thought we'd meet each other. In the office. Yeah,
1: and and like all those goodbyes and everything like because and that's another thing you know you work with a lot of people like all the club societies that like you would have kind of worked with say me on campaigns or like the chief senators that you would have met during the year or like USI officers in different places and you always at the end of the year you always get the opportunity to like you know give them a hug telling thanks for working with me like say goodbye for those who are moving on and those who are not obviously you see the next year but like there was none of that so it was very much a case of like. Like what was what's the word? It's not a it's like the ending, um, um anticlimactic yeah. ending, yeah. And then it was kind of like, oh, they're done, and you know you still see everyone online. You're like, okay, well they don't work here anymore, and so we're talking. It's very weird. And
3: ant- anticlimactic is definitely the word for a year in a sense, not to be ungrateful about it, or yeah, not yeah. to feel like I'm not really proud of it or didn't have fun. But there's a lot of anticlimactic moments because you're just waiting to be out of pandemic. But I suppose. Mm-hmm going back to when I started in July 1st um I definitely had that brain of sure it's okay maybe it'll just be the summer that's online maybe it'll just be till Christmas and I had that mentality up until December constantly being like oh it'll change it'll change kept thinking oh semester two I'll smash it out of the water we'll do more like stuff with people in person. And I spent a mm-hmm. lot of my term, I'm not gonna lie, feeling sorry for myself and isolated, being like waiting for it to change instead of just accepting um that it was the way it is. And I definitely didn't start accepting that till our Christmas break. Then I was like, mm. okay, you just have to accept it. But um uh, yeah. definitely when I started in July, I was very much okay with the whole online vibe. I was still so excited. I didn't necessarily ruin it in July. It started ruining it. I only felt that no not ruined but I only felt that kind of like not excited about as much when you remember when we had orientation and we got that time on campus with students and I was like yes this is what I've been waiting for this is the way it's going to be and I was so buzzing the summertime I was still buzzing with all the online stuff because you're still president you're still planning your year of work you're still excited but then when that got taken away and we went into lockdown again um towards the end of September October that lockdown and when we were back in my rooms again that's when I was really like wow this is so not what I expected, and that's mm-hmm. when I first felt the anticlimactic feeling. I didn't feel it during in the summer. I was still excited, still buzzing. Didn't matter. It was online, so less you present. But the anticlimactic feeling started hitting me after we couldn't be on campus again with the lockdown mm-hmm. before Christmas. I actually
0: and remember. To that, I, actually, I remember when you like said that to us, like in the chat, one of the days where you were like it was around like that December period where you're like, oh, I'm really trying to like. I'm not really okay with us not being able to see each other or go in or do anything in person. I remember that that was like a really bleak moment and I think I started feeling that as well. I was like, oh my days, bro, this is not really what it is. is
3: it really what it is, but yeah, (laughs) we'll keep going with the first, the first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you, what about your first of July? I
0: wasn't really, I wasn't really thinking about the pandemic at the time. I was just thinking about the role first so like on my first week of the job I actually felt like a proper fish out of water I was like oh no what am I supposed to do I kind of came in with this mindset that oh my position in particular you don't really have much to do as in like oh I just kind of felt like I didn't have much purpose at the time so I was still trying to figure out how to establish the VP student life as its new role that it is kind of thing so I was very lost and that kind of made me upset because I was like I don't feel like I have any purpose like I feel like I have no use so I remember just like the first week was like probably the tough one for me in like starting the role and I was partially thinking about like oh physical things like obviously seeing yous because we hadn't even really <laughs> had a bonding we hadn't even met really properly like just to all four of us so I was kind of like okay well this job is really hard because I don't know what I'm doing um, and I think having it behind the screen was harder because it was like who do I go to how do I go to them and like what do I do if I need like help but eventually what was it I think Kelly was like oh you should just like schedule a meeting with Dylan Dylan is our director of democratic affairs shout out to you but <laughs> schedule a meeting with Dylan so I did and then he like gave me tons of things to do and I was like okay great but that was also a bad idea as
3: well. <laughs> 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 like, Ricky, but just to comment I remember the old you with that frame of mind and how much you've grown I remember you thinking like I'm not as important. I don't have a purpose. I remember you used to say, oh, well, I don't have any emails. I don't have anything to do. Oh, you're doing it. And you used to always like put yourself down in your role at the start, but you don't, you definitely don't do that anymore. But you do, I definitely remember that version of you kind of trying to find yourself and how to work in the online environment. I remember it so well. I was
0: like, what is this? I have nothing. I was like, I, I don't have emails to catch up on. Would you believe that? And Kieran, remembered Kieran saying this to me? He was like, cherish all the moments you have where you don't have anything to do and I was like no I need something to do regrets I should have totally <laughs> cherished <them laughs> because, like things changed after that but yeah so that was my kind of like first month of like work you know starting the new role you know. I remember
2: getting I suppose realizing on the first of July that in two days time results are happening and I remember on the 3rd of July, it was a Friday, we had our first executive meeting and I think I interrupted Kelly mid-speech. Uh, I was like, guys, results are out.
0: Oh my gosh, wow.
2: Um, I got the first, I'm gonna have to go and answer students now. I own, I got two very quick calls into my parents and after that I didn't rest for like nine hours trying to answer, answer emails and social media messages, which is also weird because I wasn't familiar with Instagram at all. I only made it for my campaign like three months ago and I stopped using it then. Um, my, besides my campaign, my members mostly ran it. Um, so it was a bit of a learning curve and then trying to just you, figure out. that. Do you reps- definitely
3: have to jump into the officer support role the first, like, I was just very busy trying to plan and figure out structures and how people should meet and work together and deadlines for different things that are needed. You were the first one that had to jump in and be there for students one-on-one straight away because of exam results. You were even my education officer because I failed all of my second semester, basically, because I didn't do them during the pandemic very well. And Julian was my yeah. education officer in helping me because I had failed everything at that point.
0: That's so true. Yeah, I forget that the VP education like literally starts the job like instantaneously when they get into the role because like,
3: exams,
0: you know, Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And then I had to figure out to how to turn the academic graph system around in like a month, which is another big one.
3: You were so busy in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And the fact
0: that you actually finally figured out how to use Instagram and very well, my, <laughs> life, I'm proud of you. <laughs> this was a, this was a goal of ours. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Yeah.
3: I, mean, I didn't, we, I we didn't we know that i didn't know fun. that we still haven't gotten to the point of that we've made him on a new better quality phone for no. social media but we'll get there we'll get there
2: i have the same baby, steps, baby sec- steps you know i got my phone in christmas of second year
3: yeah it's wow. too old too old for the social media life yeah. but uh no.
1: yeah no i think like that's the, thing, the 3d we're lucky in a sense that's like when you had this like see, your first day was your first day you know what I mean like so there's no matter what we we're doing like uh, like there was still going to be that excitement as Kenny said like of, oh my god I'm the MSU president, or, oh my god I am the education oh my god I believe the student life and I was like oh my god I, whereas like you were like oh my god I was like oh my god like,
3: oh my god. like <laughs> Kieran I hope you don't mind me commenting but like the same with Buki like I know Buki, you went through that phase of trying to figure out CP student life and your value and your purpose which you have loads but it just took you that bit to like recognise it for yourself but Kieran, the same with you, I think you went through a period where it was trying to recognise how to be a welfare officer in the online environment because yeah, it was so difficult because everything had been taken away from you mm-hmm. and then it was like trying to figure out how do I do it again in this new format when I've learned it in a very different way whereas yeah. me, Buki and Julian never were officers in the on-campus environment uh, so is everything- Kelly, Kelly. Not full-time. No, not
1: full-time, though.
3: Not full-time. You weren't planning campaigns. But yeah. we you know? we hadn't done the in-person one, so we were probably able to, like, innovate a bit better and think about where it's on. Like, but this is the way it was. How do I change this? And yeah. I know that stressed you out a lot.
1: And, like, so the way it kind of worked out for me and that, like, it was really, I, I it really tough because I went, as, as I said, I went from a period of, like, doing the job and kind of figuring out how I, how I did the job when I first came into the role. And then it was like, okay, I want to do it again. I got basically was like, oh, no, you're not doing it next year. So then I, in my head, I had to, like, accept that. And, like, and I, and I spent, like, two weeks, like, coming to terms of, like, okay, I don't ha- I'm don't, i not doing this job anymore. I'm moving on. Mentally, I have to make myself move on from the job. And then I was like, oh, now you are doing the job. I was like, okay, we're well, doing it in a different way. So I had to not only bring myself back into the mentality of reminding myself that I love the job and, like, I want to do the job, but as well it was, like, okay, you're going to have to do it in an online format, or we think you are, we're actually not sure, so there's no prep, but uh, it had to. It was very tough in that, like, I had to kind of adapt, but also because we've no sense of, like, like def- definition of what was going on, it's really difficult, I'll back in one second, I'll come back to it in a second.
3: You're all right, <laughs> just in terms of that clarity comment that he's making, and I hope anyone that's listening, like, we're not trying to make you feel sorry for us. We know everyone was going through the same thing, you know, studying online, expecting on-campus time. I'm just letting you know that we felt the same, even though like we were working. It was kind of like, what the hell? Like when? We got no clarity either. And I think that was such, that was one of the toughest things about the summertime was constantly students looking for clarity. And I wanted to give it so much, but I didn't even have it for myself. I wasn't even getting any information about what I could and couldn't do. I was waiting every week, wondering, will it change? Wondering, what should I say to students? Like no one was helping us either be that support for students. No one was giving us the information. It was really, really tough because obviously you're there to be that interim place for students to come to and we didn't even have the answers and then we couldn't even fully be confident in our roles trying to figure out what we're going to do when no one was giving us the answers so uh, when we're complaining and uh, reflecting don't worry we recognize you we going through a really tough year too <laughs> not just us
0: <laughs> when i thought about doing this episode of good morning i actually had realized we didn't uh, we never really had the space to actually complain or maybe not even complain more so just like air our feelings like we really didn't we didn't have the space to do that because we just needed to be on our game because we were like we're here to support students we are passionate about this role and that's what we came to do no matter what kind of environment it's in we need to do a job so we like felt like we couldn't falter (laughs) we couldn't we had to just even now
3: i'm feeling guilty as i'm finally getting to be a bit honest i'm already feeling guilty like i'm sure it's such an honor you should be happy and i am but we obviously do have we we, we obviously do stuff to say we went through a pandemic with our dream jobs (laughs)
0: hard and like that's really why i wanted us to do is because like i i want people to hear the experience we went through and finally we don't have to be like hiding it because it's like we're leaving and we're like getting ready to move on to the next things and things are going to get better and that's the good thing that we're hearing now but like
3: the new new team are going to have a much better time they have to there's no way this country is going to put people into lockdowns and no experiences again like no one would survive it like the new team definitely will have more um, yeah, yeah, they,
0: yeah. In, you know in some sense i don't know if you all felt like this at some point as we're moving into like the like the second kind of phase of semester one where we're talking about like we're kind of settled into the role but as we got to that point i started to feel like oh um oh, what was i was gonna say it was something to do with the pandemic just making me feel like i was getting so tired of like how much the pandemic was throwing at us kind of in a sense mm-hmm. that it was so that we yeah. were kind of our own pandemic issues, but then also students were having issues, and we just felt so bad. Like, what can we do? How can we help them? Like, what's going on? <laughs> just getting to that stage, I was like, yeah. Se-
3: second semester, I went through a full identity crisis with the job which sounds really strange, but like first semester was like firing it, like doing as much virtually as possible, but still had that mentality of second semester be better. Then I was like, you got to focus on second semester not being better. It's not, you know, we're going into lockdown after Christmas. It's going to be virtual, which I accepted and it was grand. I wasn't pining for, meeting people wasn't pining for seeing you guys I was like just do it but in my own personal life went through an absolute identity crisis with the job I didn't want to talk on stories I was terrified of saying anything I didn't know what to say to anybody I was just constantly down in myself I just started eating stressy and like literally some days just like get into bed after work and just go to sleep rather than doing anything for myself like I just didn't I had lost my confidence it wasn't even an identity crisis but you all know me I'm such a Confident yeah. using yeah. social media chatting away, and I just couldn't find my voice or my energy in second semester because I was just kind of like, Does any am I even helping anyone? What's the point? And my confidence like that was... was just gone. I felt like I was annoying people. Like, how as MSU present would you start to like lose your faith in your position? I remember Buki kept trying to like bring me back up and remind me who I was, but I was just kind of like, I just kept remembering being like, What's the point? Like, am I even does anyone care? They're going through a pandemic, what can I do? Like, it was just, yeah. just really tough like, in second semester as well.
1: That... That was kind of, what I was saying, sorry, I had to pop there for a second. But that's the way kind of I was saying it, my first semester in that. Because, like, the 3D had that for, the, like, energy of first semester coming into the up and, like, ooh. and that does carry it through a lot of it. But it's, like, when that energy wears off, i.e. second semester for your first term is when you can have those out. Whereas I had those dates and stuff so, in, in between my two terms. Because, right, like I said, I was coming up, was coming up to, like, there was real uncertainties, like, when we're going to be in lockdown. You know, I went and got to lockdown, you know, all the stuff that I had done over the last two years to kind of essentially separate work at home and have, like, that balance was thrown out because it was, for me, like, it was always, like, the gym and not bringing work home, you know, it was always, like, I'm working when I'm in work and I'm home and I'm at home and then it was, like, now I'm always at home and I have no gym I need to, like, take away so, so, for me, I was, like, really, always really stressed. I was feeling, like, really run down and... So coming into the first semester, like the first, uh, the, the, the first July, like we had crossover, which is a bit of a boost, but it was still that kind of whole scenario. I'm still I couldn't plan events because I, which like I couldn't plan events or campaigns really because I had no idea whether they were going to be online or in person, um, and then obviously when you're in the summer, like there was to a certain extent still welfare issues because obviously a lot of students were going through issues with like relation to housing and accommodation and stuff and worries about COVID, but for a welfare officer generally the summer tends to be a quieter time because it's there's not as many students generally on campus and generally not many students are looking for you they like a few but a lot of the stuff is that it's stuff that i couldn't actually help with like you know it's like accommodation stuff and people being tied into leases and all that and there wasn't scope for me to help any more than like referral stuff so i think it was really it was a quiet time but that was really tough to get in the swing of things And until we kind of had a bit more clarity over what was going to be going on for the year? I like felt like just
0: like a fish out of water. Like
1: it was really just, what do I do? And because of that, I definitely like didn't know where to go with all my, like my stuff. So I really struggled at the start. And like it was only like when we started to kind of get more clarity around stuff and know like that. Okay, well we're going to be kind of like the blended learning, and knowing that was going to be a certainty was one of those. But okay, I know the story is now. Now I can kind of get into the things, but, but I think in what you were saying, Kelly, like before about like how, you know, you only really accepted that it was going to be all online in December or whatever. Like, I always feel like, you know, if, we, if someone could have told me at the start of the year that for this entire year, it's basically just gonna all go online, like from start to finish, I would have, think I would have been able to like, deal with that a lot easier than the whole thing of like it's gonna be blended and then we're back in campus and as you said like you know we're back in campus and we had the whole thing of you know for orientation like woo we're back we're back but it's blended but we're back and then we're take it away from you like if I'd known from the start it just was gonna be completely online I could have dealt with that much better but like the way it was with the uncertainty for the whole year has just been pain. You know yeah,
0: what about you?
2: I remember the most of first semester for me well, there was a lot of things going on, but one of my big projects was working with the library to try and improve the booking start situation, trying to get the postcard room open. And then on the 8th, well, on the 7th of January, when I got the news that 24 hours notice, it's closing, it was just a big blow. And I remember just, I wasn't thinking straight, I just put into the exec chat, like, I feel nothing just so done with everything and then going over to little to have a look at the middle aisle um to de-stress
0: that's so cool.
2: and I remember then walking back and getting a concerned text from Kelly like are you okay and then realizing that I probably shouldn't post it so I sent that into the exec chat
3: I was um, doing that to remind you that like we're listening we're here for you
2: yeah. Oh, the concern oh, I mean, text wasn't so as in you shouldn't years. have done it, but rather are you okay? So just
3: But there's
1: so many times like that during the year when, like, and honest like more so than last year, but like, there have been,
3: you- like,
1: I, if you told me like this, like, like in the middle of, before the pandemic, if you told me that I'd rerun for a second semester or a second term, and that, like, there'd be multiple times during the year when I'd be considering, like, handing in my resignation, I would have laughed in your face and been like, there's no way. And like, but when I say, I have so, come so close this year to just being like, like not that I had anything else to do in my life, and that's probably one of the main reasons. Like, only for the fact that I had nothing else going on in my life because of the pandemic, I probably would have handed my resignation months ago. Um, I would have regretted it, when I did it. Or like afterwards, but like, cause I still love the job. But there would have been so many times this year where you, you just like everything just gets into you, and you just feel like so powerless with all that stuff that you just feel like, being, like you know what, thanks. I'm off, um, but like, so many sometimes just, it just there's always those moments during the year where, and I just this this year kind of really compounded them because something else going on, like you know.
0: I actually do you know it's funny like, um, I actually didn't tell myself like to to be like sad about my job for a long time. I was actually telling myself like, be positive, be positive, like try your best, like you are still in a job you've got money coming through you're doing something that you love and you're getting paid for at the same time and you're helping people Mm -hmm. yeah like like all of you guys said once it hit december i actually remember this i was sitting in my room actually recording a blog and i just literally went this is not what it's cut out to be like this is not what people think it is i'm actually not enjoying it and i actually felt so ashamed for saying that when i did say it at the time because i was like i felt like so ungrateful like i wasn't being appreciative of what i had and then I just remember being like but i really want to be honest and say like i am not enjoying it right now it's it's really really like not what i expected it to be and i remember saying to my mom i was like sometimes i kind of wish <laughs> i hadn't had run for it at that point it was that bad to the point but um i think what made me see it differently slightly was when i started to accept that the year was going to be the way it was for the rest of the year <laughs> yeah. It was all the end that it kind of turned for me and actually what kind of made that solidified was when we had our christmas party online i was like (laughs) oh my god the one thing we could have done in person was online and like that was the thing that kind of pulled me through it was like when we started getting the secret santa done and i was really appreciative of the family that we had in msu like msu like our three directors really come through Sandra, dylan colin like they came through to really try and support us as best as they could Mm -hmm. and like all the msu fam like really really try their best and i always just think like okay there's so much to be grateful for and like that was kind of what helped but i might ask y'all what kind of like made you keep going because I know we were talking a bit like about the sad stuff but like what that's,
1: for me I just like that's the same as being that like you know obviously like we all ran against someone and you know and there were so many times in the year when I was just like and that, that whole thing of like why am I even bothered to do this and then like I almost caught myself because you know I'm like kind of trying to remember to be grateful because you know at the end of the day like.
3: I mean, I thought, fo- I'm in a job,
1: I've got money coming in, I'm in a much worse position for the year. And, and like, you know, I always, like, I always think like, you know, okay, like you call the recount because you wanted it, just remember the, the reason why you put yourself forward for the job, because at the end of the day, if you're not being appreciative of what you have, there's someone else out there who wants it just as bad, If like just as bad as you, who didn't get it. So there's some like, so you, if they were in your position, what would they be thinking? You know, and would they be, sitting here and like I, I just be telling myself like you know, I any David, like I'd be like, if I, if David was in this position, would David be sitting here saying, you know, like, oh, I don't want to do in this No, he'd be grateful for it. And like, you know, he'd be happy that he's it because he wants it. And I have to be like, you know what, like stop feeling sorry for yourself and just accept that, that there's nothing you can do to change the current situation and accept it. And like, exactly the same with you because he's like I think that was a mentality I had when I wasn't sure what I was I was living I guess I was living for the old days. I said I was, I was living. To, I was waiting to get back on campus, and I was always waiting and waiting and waiting until my. I felt like the job would start, which to me, as I said when I came here, like for me, this job is getting to meet students and running events, and because I wasn't thinking of the job as happening, it was just more days of a buffer until we get back to normality. That was like once I really accepted that, I was like, you know what, this is a job, and it's not going to change and you just have to accept the job as it is and enjoy what you can uh, and that's when I really stopped kind of feeling sorry for myself and was like you know what you love the job it's different than what you expected but that's life and make the most of it and that's when I really started kind of I just kind of had to kick myself in the ass and be like cop on and uh, appreciate what you have and once that kind of set in I was like all right yeah I can have, I can find I can find joy in this like in some way shape or form. and then and that's it, uh, like the having a Christmas party and stuff
3: online, have like weekly and um, coffee mornings. And so it's just checking people just, it just keeps going, like, you know? Yeah. I don't think I am, um, I never experienced like the not feeling grateful for it. Like, I think that kept me going always because I always had it in my brain, you were the MSU present, like that, like that title is something that no matter what's happening, you kind of have to keep going. Um, yes. At the end of the day, you're managing when you're the president it's not just about being an officer like you're managing the organization like I have managerial duties with staff and stuff so it's not as if I could ever like just switch off and not be like like feel sorry for myself on the clock so I ne I had I kept going like I didn't take I wasn't taking time off I was going getting it done and it was all, I wasn't letting myself feel sorry for myself And the only time that I did is when other people would be like poor you oh you're not getting the year that you wanted oh you're not blah 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 and everyone else was like you know reminding me it's actually okay to feel sorry for yourself you don't have to be positive and just be grateful at all times that you're present and because I spent the whole summer and up until about November just constantly being like no sure how could I feel sorry for myself like we're just like got to keep going and I kept thinking though the same as Kieran like the job will fully start in the terms of that I'll be in better humor way nay uh, we get to be on campus so it's not that I was like going feeling sorry for myself as much it was more that I'm like I know I'll be an even better version of myself when the job starts on campus in second semester and that was like around November when I because like my high states and all were like yeah yeah like feel you you should pour you blah, blah blah but I was excited for second semester to be like well if it's if, if everyone's saying poor me like I can't wait for second semester yeah. um and then I think the thing that kept me going more so than just the fact that you're MSC president was that I was I'm fortunate enough that I'm not living with family, and I know some people that would be like ideal for them, but I do know there's a lot of people like me, like students, that like really find their home life difficult, like it's not for them, and mine wouldn't be so. I think what kept me going was that I was living with friends who all really really supported me and were all really understood that what I'm going through is hard and like. They would like if I needed something like do you need me to get you something do you need food do you need a break, do you need a smoke like I really did have people that understood that my job doesn't get to switch off when you're president, right. like there is stuff that needs to be done no matter what, and if I didn't have all that around me, I wouldn't have been able to. if I was trying to do this job at home with kind of ignorant I love my family, but they're, they're they they do not understand the student movement they don't understand. Equality in student life, like they're just too ignorant to you. It's not something they were interested in. So, if I had to do that job around them, I wouldn't have coped. But living with housemates who really understood it, who understood the student movement, didn't, because you'll find people that think the student movement isn't a real job. They just, mm-hmm. like, oh, you're just like having a bit of fun. They don't understand it's real. This is real life. Uh, but living with people, that's what kept me going. Living with people that were students, like, they're all post-grads, but they all understood. They're all supportive and all tried to look after me because I'm not very good at looking after myself. My officers know that I will run myself into the ground instead of doing something for myself. But I did live with people that kept me going and kept reminding me, you're the embassy president, just like Buki, but um, I think yeah. your support network, the same with students that say at home. We're thinking like for anyone that struggled this year, if you didn't have support around you, an online year in anything, whether it's work, studying, nothing, it is draining and soul-destroying like yeah. it, it, it's it, it's so hard to keep yourself going but you have to find little things what about you Julian
2: yeah well I mean I think there was a twofold thing for me one I just felt quite a lot of responsibility like for the students in general if I was to ever like resign or just follow the grade I felt like what would I say to my academic reps or to my conveners or you know, to you know to all the officers, um. And those things, you know, that like, I knew that if I missed any part of the year, it would have, say, if I missed 2% of the year, my output from the year wouldn't be down 2%. It'd be down 20 or 30, say, for example. for the t- So a lot of the things that I've been working on, for example, now a lecture recording guidelines are literally, they need one thing and they're ready for approval by the university. If I wasn't there for the crucial elements of it, I don't think they'd be at the stage where they're at, or to be honest, uh, they could be very different and they wouldn't be delivering as much for the students. So with that in mind, I that kept me going, but probably the biggest thing were, were also my friends. I was in a way in, I found fortune and misfortune. Uh, all my housemates, like when the worst lockdowns began, like a good bit in the first semester, all my housemates had left. So I was alone in the house in Manute, But Lucky enough, that actually meant that I could form a social bubble and pick, you know, who I get to see in person within COVID guidelines. So I was very lucky because the friends that, the um, house that I suppose I formed a social bubble with, they're extremely um, they extremely supportive that I couldn't have done it without them. Aww. I was also lucky because um, they most of them would be involved in the union. One of them is actually one of my conveners. And um, it was good because... I could talk to them about non union things, but then when they need to bounce ideas or just vent, I knew I wasn't just venting into a, a wall that, you know, didn't
3: understand. A wall
2: of compassion, but it was, they were really understanding of the situation. They understood where I was coming from, while at the same time, you know, having great empathy as well. And I just couldn't have done it without them.
3: Oh, cool. For people listening, I that's live cute. with the candidate, one of the candidates that ran against Julian. And obviously, since she ran against Julian, she completely understands what it meant to her. But also, all year I had to listen to her going, "Thank God I didn't get that."
1: But it's it's so easy though to look back and like you know, like because you do it. So like I mean, like I, I said, love the job, and I hate like I mean, there's something I never want people to think of when I when I moan at any point, it's like it's not that I don't love the job, but everyone has everyone has issues with issues But like you know, sometimes I'm really sitting there and I'd be like, what would it be like if I hadn't got the job? You know, would I be sitting here be like, "Shit, am I like, thank God?" Or like you know, and obviously a part of you always like regret like not getting therapy be upset. But like sometimes you, you, I I do think it like. I do think the person ran against me and sometimes, like, Jay's dodged the bullet there, you
3: know. <laughs> yeah, it's not that, as much as, like, you know, I'm so proud of everything done, so grateful, and I'm finally recognising I 100% help students. There's no point having this negative act- attitude that I didn't help anyone because it was online. We definitely did. We've achieved so much. We've changed so much. Um, But, like, one of the big things is, like, I'm forgetting where I was going. No! It was what Kieran said about, oh, sitting at home and not wanting to...
1: In the moment oh, and, and and if you hadn't gotten the
3: child and me like oh thank god oh yeah yeah there was there was no there, there, there's not really room for that like the, all the what stuff that you've done you it, why yeah. we can have our moans and stuff like we still are all constantly recognizing why we've achieved so much so proud of ourselves like and i think it's like any i think No, this is where I was going. The hard part about being in this job and complaining and having these feelings is you're elected by students. It's very different than when you're moaning about your college course or you're moaning about your job, which everybody does. It's human. But it's very, very difficult when you've been elected by people. You're the chosen one. You know, students put their faith in you. And that's where this, like, idea of... mm, feeling like you could even say anything wrong or not feel grateful for, for a second or not or feel sorry for yourself it's such a difficult position because you were elected and I think that's why we all probably got down at some points of the year because we didn't feel like we could actually talk about it and we actually didn't do that much we should have had more we should have had more conversations about guys this is tough isn't it we're not good yeah. and we didn't we just kept powering through so like well it sounds really weird now to hear us all doing it I wish we did it more because we probably would have been going for our mental health instead of just yeah. pretending constantly we're elected we got to keep going Students would have understood that we had been elected, but we're having a tough time, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, because you do feel guilty. Like, I mean, at the amount of times when, like, like, and it, it is absolutely valid to, if, in what you do, like, there's always going to be times oh, when you, like, you might feel like, you me. but uh, I think it's you. <laughs> but, um, but, like, there's always times when you're going to be like, oh, like, I'm not having a good time right now. And you do feel so guilty because, like, as Julian says, what would you say to your academic reps who are like, like, Party feels like oh my god like I should be doing a better job or I should be able to do this because like the, I'm the chosen one like they voted for me they trusted me I can't let them down it's like trying to be able to say like you're not letting them down you're just you're just being normal like you're reacting appropriately to a global panini um, and like you know so I 100% like How no, about you like, Becky oh um I actually kind
0: of said my thing already but the one thing I was gonna say I think that we can wrap off this episode with because we're talking about semester one is the successes that came out of semester one like you know Kelly just touched off of it briefly but we had completed like what 70% of our plan of work by the end of semester one if I'm being correct we had completed most of it which I was shook by because I was like a lot of the plan of work we could complete it in summer which is impressive in my opinion and then we kept doing that but like, if we look at the successes of semester one in comparison to like the stress we went through, the the like just the tiredness.
3: The Finish fatigue. off the episode on some positive notes. We're done complaining, mm-hmm. guys. We're done complaining. About- look back, semester one was a huge success.
0: It was massive. Like I had looked at the club and society councils at the beginning of the year. I had little faith in what they could do. I was so scared. I was like, how am I going to do this? It's something that's like. It's a really big job and like how am I going to like bring it up to what it needs to be and at the end of semester one I had council and council um, members making recommendations to different bodies across the university some of which have actually taken action and are fulfilling its job and there's people who are being really really active and engaging in just like the student politics world which is crazy to me and I was like never expecting it but also um seeing how much students have grown especially the ones that we work closely with seeing how much they grew like in semester one, in that short period of time, I was like, students are cool, man. Students are powerful. Like all of that just like came through and I was like, okay, there is hope. We can do this. Like, we can really do this. But you know, those are my positive things. I about y'all.
3: You go next.
2: I was going to quote some figures, but I thought about something else. Um, I, I guess there are four, well, I guess there are four part-time officers working Under me and in the union on the academic representation side, and I think this isn't so much um, I'd be I'd be wrong to say that this is a first semester thing only, but I think the seeing the growth of them, because you know as much as of course I work with a lot of students, but I don't work with uh, any students on a very regular basis based on you know um apart from my conveners and the postgraduate representative, but just seeing them. Grow so much uh, was amazing. And I think I'm going to name drop them all here. Um, Nicole Nicole came from a position of being a brilliant, very experienced representative coming into the job. But I think um, seeing her develop her confidence in herself in advocating on some of the most important committees in the university, such as the governing authority or the quality committee of the governing authority and academic council. Seeing that was just, um, it was amazing. Um, Sean, Sean excelled at what he was good at already, uh, which is policy, but seeing him work with the largest group of faculty assembly, uh, the largest faculty assembly, the largest group of academic reps in the, um, in, um, in the union, just for comparison, it's actually, larger than, he has more, you know, there are more faculty, uh, social sciences faculty assembly, uh, uh, academic reps than there are senators. And seeing him work and develop those relationships with so many of them um, it was fantastic. And seeing Katie Kennedy, um, you know, juggling so much, juggling being the co-captain of the, uh, of the club, uh, you know, university club of the year, seeing her do brilliant stuff on, you know, with social media skills, seeing her um, also really, really jumping into the role and doing, and leading the, Academic Representation Review Committee, it was fantastic. And then Gemma Malai, um, I don't think I've seen anyone in as much confidence as her in her year in office. She's just fantastic. And um, I think my greatest, it's um, I think my greatest my biggest general memory of the year isn't actually, well it is kind of embassy, but she actually, I think I'm pretty sure she did it in her capacity as president of the Women in STEM Society uh, when she hosted um, Women in STEM Leadership, uh, Panel where she had a um, panel discussion with a woman in STEM from every department in the university and with Gemma Irvine, who is the um, vice president for education for equality and diversity in the university. And I wasn't, I was actually shocked by how diverse the views there were on the many challenges that women in STEM um, face. And what shocked me is just, what it did shock me, but it surprised me very pleasantly and but what also impressed me is how well Gemma managed to moderate it and I think that's um mm-hmm. I think that that's I, I think that's semester
3: two success we were talking about semester one but it's okay <laughs>
2: I decided to talk about my PTOs and I think especially in terms of um Gemma you know that moment did happen in semester two but there was a huge growth throughout semester one as well and I think I'll finish with that because that's a really nice memory
0: Fitzy as well. She made given Let's not forget about her. Man, we all
3: did though. I think semester one was so hard for our PTOs at the start because, as much as it's hard for us trying to figure out how to work in an online environment, they were trying to figure out how to do college in an online environment, yeah. how to be a part-time officer who doesn't necessarily have like, you know, the same responsibilities, but they have different yeah. ones, and, and they want to try and figure them out on their own. You know, so often it's like PTOs like Anna speaking.
1: So it was PTO for four years often you re- you ha- like you can't really do your job as a PTO until the full-time officers figure out what they're doing and then you basically work with them based on what they've planned for the year. So it wasn't like, so while we were all trying to figure out like what the hell we were going through for the year, they were sitting there waiting for us essentially to tell them to, tell them mm-hmm. to, to lead them. And like, they couldn't do their jobs until we had themselves left. So, so obviously like, that's gotta be tough because if you're waiting for someone else to get their shit together, you can't get and you can't get
3: it. it's just better. And we were all messes, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. But their confidence yeah, right. didn't grow. Julian is so right. Watching their confidence grow, which is yeah. such a scary thing because you think that it would be hard to, but they're still 100% dead, which is great. But I suppose my, like, successes from semester one where, like, I was on a roll in, like, confidence, thinking, like, I'm changing up. This place might be online, but, like, you know, we've structured, we're meeting exact weekly during the summer We're like, fighting chance of the year you know we've actually got like loads of campaigns semester one loads of virtual stuff happening I was like just like wow we're actually doing it we're giving a virtual student life and I just kept comparing like no shade to the last team obviously they got a pandemic thrown at them at the end of their term but the student life just kind of stopped because they weren't equipped because there was ready. a
1: pandemic
3: yeah yeah they weren't <laughs> equipped already you know that there, there was no there wasn't this developed idea of know, like, it was the rest of boring. the
1: world
3: <laughs> I, i'm allowed to say it but anyway when we, like, when we hit the ground in September, it was kind of like, OK, it has to be online, though. There is no like waiting. And we did it. So even though we've been talking so much about waiting, I was just so proud and being like, we're actually killing it with like, you know, <laughs> a virtual student life and loads of things for students to be involved with. And every committee is happening and every structure is alive and going. And it was just so, so cool to see that, even if it was like very draining because you're on calls all day and all night. And um, it was still Is something I was very proud of. And like just the fact that we had so many different campaigns, like semester one, it didn't, they weren't just the same ones that we'd always seen. And that was cool too. And then, like, you know, I definitely, definitely didn't think that I was doing much. But when you look back now, like we did, Buki said it, we got so much of our plan of work done. You know, we launched so many like environmental initiatives and new things at Senate, and all the committees were working. We were getting an online shop in the SU. we um, are doing all the councils and all the structures virtually um, and we were ca- working on all the back end, I'm not going to talk about them now, but there were so many back end issues that like just haven't been sorted within the union because at the end of the day we're a union but it is an organization and you know, organization needs things and just as president I was getting to do that in the background and having that space that I think they're hard to sort out in the busy on-campus life probably for past presidents because there's so much happening. It- was able to look at all the kind of issues we were having and find the time to like liaise with people to try and get them sorted which I think if the pandemic didn't exist it's not just because of my presidency I think the fact the pandemic was there was a reason that I was able to commit it in comparison Mm. to maybe other presidents hadn't it's not that I'm some magical president but it was like the pandemic that's one fortunate thing in success that we were able to do that um but yeah semester one was a huge success Mm. Like in the virtual world, like we did so much. I remember Rilla being like, We are so busy, how are we doing this all? Go us, we're such a small, like, we don't have many staff. Like, I was like, I can't believe we're doing all this,
0: gassing each other. We're just gassing each other up at some point. We're like, You know what? We got this, we're good at this stuff, doing it. <laughs> What's you, what about you? And
1: um, for me, it was kind of just trying to, like, I mean, like my way, it was just kind of getting stuff organized related to campaigns and stuff. And like, running so because, like, I said, like, my big thing that I really love is like the campaigns and all the fun like weekly students and stuff and like with it being online it was very much case of oh my god had I run an online event so kind of pulling that together was really like I really enjoyed that and um, like stuff like the shag week and, and seeing that kind of get so much traction
3: shag week <laughs>
1: do uh, maybe it was just I was tired, and I even like trying to do this room. Biggest,
0: <laughs> biggest turnout of quizzes to have. It's like 120. It's I loved it.
1: Oh yeah, I remember seeing on my, my and I was like sitting there, and then also I was like, "Oh my God, the quiz is full. We can't yeah. let anyone in. Everyone's getting out because there's so many people here, and then we can't get in." And I was just sitting at home like mute. <laughs> 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 not really. No, I not that. Really, really, but like, I remember just being like, "Oh my God, what's going on?" Um. But yeah, like, I think seeing that and kind of, like, seeing, like, how it could, I think, do you know what? I was kind of really uncertain about how online campaigns were going to work. And I think, and like, I think once I got campaigns going, once I saw Shad Week was a success, it kind of gave me, the like, gave me the fire I needed to kind of for the rest of the year, because it was, like, up until that point, I was still very uncertain as to, like, can I do this in the online world? You know, can I adapt? Is it going to work if I adapt? And it wasn't until I saw I think it was it wasn't until I saw success that I actually was like, okay, I can do this here. Um but once I saw like Shaggy was a success, I was like, Okay, 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 I can do this. Um and that kind of like re- really made me go, Okay, cool. This went well. And that kind of gave me a fire to say, okay, I've got five more campaigns to run, let's make them all as good as the first one and try and like and like and that's what I just used to kind of keep me going. And so I think that was that was a that was something I really enjoyed for the first semester, was was that and um I'm just seeing people turn up you know because I've, I've been
3: that
1: person who's like at, at online events and they're like
3: that sounds really fun <laughs> i'm not going <laughs> and our first, guys our first semester as well like we really excelled in like communications wise like there's never been that much information on su socials there'd never been that much like education happening like we really did even though i'm kind of like oh there's always more you can do like you have to look back and go we really did try our best to communicate with the student yeah. body and we tried to keep social media hopping like don't get me wrong we'll talk about the semester later but like i know it got harder to do in second semester but we'll get to that in a bit first semester like we did not fault in trying to be there and make social media hopping for students <laughs> that's
0: true but yeah so like i guess that's all of semester one kind of we, we covered a lot we covered like all the way down to semester one so we're going to close off this episode today And we're gonna talk about semester two in our next episode. So with that being said, good morning.